Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Creativity. Here's how to get unstuck. I'm your host, creativity coach, Nancy Norbeck. Let's go. Before we get started, I want to let you know about a way to hang out with me online. If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that when ordinary people engage their creativity, they connect with their joy and their deepest selves come to life. I've started a newsletter called The Spark. It's a place for me to experiment with my writing and share it with an audience, and also a place to get to know you better. I'm using the Substack platform because it offers some really cool ways to connect with readers, including comments and chats. I'd love for you to join me as we form a community that supports and celebrates each other's creative courage. Because it's an experiment, you never know what sort of thing I might share on the Spark, and honestly, neither do I. Could be my thoughts on something I've noticed recently, a poem, a response to a photo or a piece of music, or just something completely unexpected. It's always accessible, always personal, and usually has something to do with creativity. The Spark is where I'll be adding programs for subscribers and listeners too, so you really want to be there to hear what's happening. It is totally free to subscribe, and you can find a link to The Spark in your podcast app. So sign up today. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, everybody. This is Nancy Norbeck with this week's Creative Pep Talk, and welcome to 2024. And because it's the new year, I want to kind of tackle something that we tend to deal with toward the beginning of the year, certainly not only at the beginning of the year. But definitely when we think about New Year's resolutions, what do we do? We get our biggest goals in mind, the things we really want to accomplish, the most pie-in-the-sky things, and we say, I'm going to do that this year. I'm going to write an award-winning play. I'm going to write the great American novel. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to whatever. You may very well accomplish any of those things in a year or whatever it is that might be on your list. but. I was reminded the other day of what happens, the tyranny of high expectations. In fact, the way that it was put, and unfortunately now I can't remember who said this, expectations are planned disappointments, right? If you think about it, how many of those resolutions have you set before and ultimately been disappointed by? Probably a lot. And let's be real, this topic comes up every January because there's the whole school of thought of should you set resolutions or should you skip resolutions or what should you do instead? Here's my word of wisdom. Expectations themselves, by definition, are not necessarily a bad thing. It's the size of the expectation that is the problem. The giant pie-in-the-sky expectation that suddenly we think is going to happen all of its own accord just because we said so is almost guaranteed to be a planned disappointment. However, if you take that huge pie-in-the-sky expectation and you break it into tiny, manageable, easy pieces and only expect yourself to reach one of them at a time, you stand a much better chance of meeting your goal. So if you want to write the great American novel, no pressure there. Uh Notice the relationship between expectations and pressure. Pressure is part of the problem with expectations. If you want to write the great American novel, your goal might be, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write one page every day. Doesn't sound like a lot, but if you think about it, 
one page every day is 365 pages a year, or in 2024, 366. That's a lot. Now, odds are really good that there are going to be days when you sit down to write your one page and you end up writing 10, right? Because that's just how it goes. Sometimes you end up on a roll and you keep going, and that's awesome. But when you tell yourself you're going to write 10 every day or more, then you set yourself up with all of this mental crap that gets in the way of you being able to reach that goal. So the question really is, how badly do you want to reach the goal? And how easy are you willing to be on yourself about how you do it? Because the easier you are on yourself, the nicer you are to yourself. And let's be real, in our culture, we don't think we're allowed to do that. We think bad things will happen. I'm here to tell you the opposite is true. The better the odds that you will actually reach that goal. So if you decide to set resolutions this year, set them in a nice way. Set them in an easy way. Set them in a way where you're only having to do every day one small thing that you know, you know, absolutely, duh, of course I could get that done. Right? One page, yeah, take you half an hour, maybe an hour depending on the day. Some days one page could be really, really rough. Some days one page could just be writing, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing over and over again. That's okay. But break it down into little pieces that guarantee that you will be able to get them done every day. Make them easy. And then your odds of getting them done are so much better. And the more you get done, the better you will feel. And the more you will get done and the better you will feel. And it just becomes a virtuous circle. And that's what you want. Because you want to be tuned into that energy that keeps you going. That doesn't have you fighting yourself and your process. And the same is true if you're trying to lose weight. You know, maybe your goal for the day is just to eat one more vegetable than you did the week before. You know, make it something manageable that you can incorporate because those little steps start turning into bigger steps before you even notice. So that is my, my suggestion for those who are considering resolutions or frankly, any kind of big project at any time of the year. Expectations are planned disappointments, but low expectations with tiny steps that you know you can accomplish without even really trying hard those are how you get there. So let me know how you are applying that idea, how you're breaking your goals down or your resolutions or however you're choosing to view it, because I'm very curious to see how you do it and how it goes. And with that, I will see you next time. If this episode resonated with you, or if you're feeling a little bit less than confident in your creative process right now, Join me at The Spark on Substack as we form a community that supports and celebrates each other's creative courage. It's free, and it's also where I'll be adding programs for subscribers and listeners. The link is in your podcast app, so sign up today. See you there, and see you next week. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners.